It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Chiefs Mailbag Edition. Look, I'm supposed to be on vacation, and so this is going to be short and sweet because... You know, I'm supposed to be on vacation, and Mrs. Minnesota Chiefs fan, she scares me. We're going to dive right into your mailbag questions. As always, you guys were great to respond. You were great to give me a lot of wonderful material, and uh, I just appreciate you guys so much. All right, let's get into it. Lots to discuss. Anthony Stratton asks, most current thoughts on three biggest draft needs for the team, both offense and defense? Um, Where I'm coming from right now, Mr. Stratton, or Tony, I guess I could just call you, where where I currently land, I'm big on best player available unless it's like a quarterback and you have Patrick Mahomes. So th- when I say needs, I'm really not married to these ideas. I would like to see them maybe address corner and safety, so mostly the secondary. And then I would love to see another pass rusher. Inside linebacker scares me, um, but that would be more if someone really dropped to them. Uh, Owen H asks, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you enjoy annoying Josh Briscoe? There is not a limit to how much I enjoy annoying Josh Briscoe. I love Josh. The fact that I, at the ripe old age of 34, am able to at least occasionally bust his chops, it makes me happy beyond description. I love it. Daniel Harms asks, how comfortable are you with the current edge depth on the roster? You know, I'm not super comfortable with it. Um... It's uh, it's more of a now. There's a guy I can live with on the edge in 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 Agba. Even though I'm I'm not super comfortable with him, I don't think he's gonna be this incredible difference maker. But he's a guy you can have out there and be okay. Um, I like Okafor. Um, Speaks. We'll see what they have in him. I would love to see them be aggressive and try to get another edge defender. But I can live with the group that they currently have. Uh, Steven Acton asks, in order for the Chiefs to defeat the Patriots in the playoffs, which linebacker position will be the most important, Will, Mike, or Sam? Um, I think given the amount of time that, that some of them are going to spend on the bench and not in that Will, Mike, or Sam role, that's a tough question to answer. I would say whoever they have playing the Will position, just because that's likely going to be someone who's on the field a lot more often. Uh, Steven also asked, go to theme park food, turkey leg, funnel cake, or other. Um, you know, I with theme parks... I tend to just eat anything that's deep fried. So you give me a deep fried Snickers bar, I'll eat it. Give me a deep fried Twinkie, I'll eat it. Give me a deep fried, you know, shoe, I'll eat it. Chad Nelson asks, how likely would you say it is the Chiefs pick O-line such a center early in the draft? I would be very surprised. I think they like Austin Ryder. Um, and I think they've, they've got guys lined up everywhere else along the line that they're invested in now and for the future. So that would be extremely surprising to me if they went that route. Um, David Balu asks, what's your favorite part so far about the vacation you should be enjoying instead of taking Chiefs questions for one week? I haven't started it yet. I'm sitting here at my house, literally everything packed and ready to go, about to head out the door to meet up with my wife and then head down to Minneapolis to fly out to Florida. Thing I'm most excited about, I think, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm just excited to spend some time with my wife. We have five kids. We never get to be alone. This is going to be fantastic. I don't care if we take a nap for five days. It's going to be great. Uh, Chiefs man one 
says, Seth, if you were GM and were going to trade up from the 29th pick, how high would you go and for what position or need of player? Or of need or player? Man, if I could trade for any player in the draft, it would be Ed Oliver, I think. Not any player in the draft, but anyone who might realistically fall into the teens. Um, Man, I... uh. I love me some Ed Oliver. I think that dude can play, and I think on a line with Chris Jones, I think those guys would absolutely wreck stuff. And so that, that that would be a guy I would trade up for. I would love to see them maybe go after a corner or something like that, but there's only a few in this draft that I think have a lot of potential. Um, you also asked a free agency question. Who's left the free agency the Chiefs really need or could use if you could add two players? There really isn't a lot. It's slim pickings out there, and Dominican Sue might be interesting as a rental. Um, you know, as kind of a guy just to add to the defensive line talent. Uh, mercenary. He wasn't great last year, but he was still good. And uh, those are guys that are good to have around. Stacy Meyer asks, any thoughts on Hill's YouTube video he posted yesterday? I didn't watch it. I don't know what he put on there. My understanding is he was just working out and seemed generally positive. I guess it's a good thing that he's feeling good enough to be positive. Maybe that means good things for whatever's going on. Um, but, uh, you know, I this is the, what I've told people from the beginning. There's a lot of things that this could mean, and I don't know which one of them it is. So... I'm just in wait-and-see mode. Um, if social services determines that nothing happened, um, you know, fair enough. That's uh, that's going to be good enough for me. I've seen too many cases where there's an accusation and it turned out not to be accurate to where I- I'm going to let the process play itself out because I've seen stuff the other way too. Um, Chad Tierney says, how's your vacation going? I haven't started it yet, Chad. Jeez. Uh, what did you decide to do? We are going to Orlando and before, oh, you should have gone to this other place in Florida. Thank you very much. Orlando's cheap. There's lots of stuff to do around it. We got a rental car to drive with it anywhere within two hours and we are excited. So we're just trying to trying it out. Plus we're going to go to SeaWorld. I'm very excited about that. Um, for me, it's just about spending time with my wife, wherever she wants to go, whatever she wants to do. That's what we're going to do. Because she's, you know, prettier than I am. So that's just how that works. Uh, Jason asks, are they going to move on from Kelsey the same way they did with Gonzalez? Because that was a really sad day in Kansas City when the trade happened. You know, I understand, you know, that they play the same position. But you have to you have to realize that two very different circumstances. For one, I don't think Tony Gonzalez would ask for a trade if it weren't such a seller-dweller team, which is not what is going on in Kansas City right now. Um, it wasn't that they moved on. He wanted to be traded. Um, he wanted to tr- go to a contender. And I get that. I really do. And so, you know, I, I don't think there's anything resembling that. I do think, based on what we're seeing lately, I think they'll move on from Kelsey a year early rather than a year late. But I think Kelsey's got at least a few elite years left in him. He still looked great last year. And any idea that he might have been slowing down a little bit, you know, after after the season, he had to get some cleanup surgery done, which may explain why at times he would have looked just a hair slower. But he is still the best tight end. He is now the best tight end in the NFL. And there's no question about it. The only maybe maybe with Kittles and people might debate this or that, but that's only one year. Kelsey is the man. And, you know, why doesn't that logic apply to Patrick Mahomes? You know, I'm not some genius that can explain why things that sound very similar are actually very different, but they are. All right. We are just burning through questions at the speed of light, and we are going to take our first break. And when we come back, I'm going to take more of your questions. Now you can get Locked on Chiefs on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the normal places. We're here for you five days a week, all off season long with guests, analysis, film review, athleticism, my draft guide and all kinds of stuff from the athletic and Chiefs digest. Make sure you get subscribed today and you can do it over on the Himalaya podcasting app. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're running through questions. We're mowing them down so I can go and sit in the sun. Angry Old Fetus, that name makes me laugh every single time. Do you think they were they were thinking ahead in last year's draft? I think it was all part of the plan, and we as fans just don't look far enough ahead to understand. Uh, maybe, like, in terms of the type of defenders that they were looking for, but that's, man, that's a long con, and I just... They Maybe they didn't realize they had a Super Bowl contending offense last year. And so I don't know. But it is interesting to me that they were taking a bunch of guys last year that fit perfectly with what they're doing this year. That seems a bit suspicious. Uh, Noah Breitbach, sorry if I mispronounced your name, Noah, uh, asked, how would how would you think the secondary does that the Chiefs make a move for Byron Murphy? Um, I like Byron Murphy. I think he can really play. Um, I think that would really help the secondary out. It would push depth around. Um, one thing I will say is, you know, fans often expect players, especially even corners, to come in and be great immediately, and that's that's rare. Um, you know, hopefully it can happen, but you can't necessarily count on that. Um, so I don't know if it would move the needle quite as much as people think, but I think it would certainly help. Um, Mizzou SO says, are you concerned that Veach may waste draft resources when trading up for someone that will certainly be available at the original spot? I don't know. It's not something I can control. Um, and there's no way of knowing who will be available when. Those guys are in a much better position than us to know who is going to be signed when or who's going to be drafted when. And so I don't worry about that too much. Zach asks, what do the Chiefs have against Trey Boston? I don't know, but they have the guy that was a secondary coach last year, and if they're not interested, there's got to be some kind of reason. Uh, Miles asks, do you think talking about locker room leadership is a pointless th- like I do? These are all professionals and have been playing this game their whole lives. I feel the media puts too much emphasis on this trait. To an extent, I guess I understand, but you got to understand you're, you're talking about, you know, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 year olds. Um, you know, leadership is important in virtually every endeavor. Um, military men have been professionals and trained and, and doing that their whole lives and they still need leadership. Um, you know, people in business have been doing it their whole lives and they still need leadership. And so I do think leadership is important. I do think it's overrated a little bit because it's an easy talking point that can't be proven or disproven, but I definitely think it does matter. Uh, Clint asks, would you ever under any circumstances support meaningful changes to the chief's logo, helmet, uniform design, color scheme? Uh, thank you, sir. Have a safe and wonderful vacation. Well, thanks Clint. And absolutely not. I am a, a codger. I, I like it. Uh, Sean Mitchum asks, what draft eligible players have impressed you? I haven't looked at a ton of them. I really like Adderley, the safety. I love Ed Oliver. I think Byron Murphy looks all right. Um, a bunch of the tight ends look very solid. I really want to see them get a tight end. Uh, Zach Nizolek? Nizolek? I don't know. Either way. Hi, Zach. He asks, with the news that the Bucks and Gerald McCoy might be splitting up, is he a player you might send a late round pick for? His cap is about $13 million for each of the next three years, but he has no dead money. I don't know. I mean, McCoy, I didn't hear much about him last year. I think he was still a good player. Um, and so I would at least kick the tires on it for sure. They could definitely use talent along the defensive line. And so that's something I would at least look into. Um, that's a big, big cap hit for a non-superstar, though. 
Casey Fan and PA says you're Chiefs GM for a day with trades you make besides Patrick Peterson before midnight. Well, you can't say besides Patrick Peterson because that's what I would do. And if I can't do it for Patrick Peterson, I'm trading for Jalen Ramsey and you can't stop me. Uh, Brian Carender says, where all have you decided to visit other than Orlando? Never, man. Um, and will you post sunset pictures from the beach? Sure. Why not? Um, we, we have not taken trips together. We've gone to, we went to Kansas City once in 2014 for like two days to go to a Chiefs game. And that's pretty much it. We, uh, oh, and we went to the, uh, <laughs> the Minnesota Association of Christian Home Educators Conference for two days because we know how to party, guys. Um, this is just something unique for my wife and I, and I love how excited you all are for us. Gabriel Duran asks, if you could bring back one legacy guy in their prime to this team, is it Barry, Houston, DJ, or Gonzalez? In their prime, any one of those four. Given the current needs on the team, DJ maybe because in his prime, he absolutely altered a defense, and I'm worried about that inside linebacker. But I think if you're going to go prime, 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 I got to go with Houston because at his peak, he was one of the best two or three defensive players in football, and he changes everything, in my opinion. I personally wish they would have found a way to hang on to him, but that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Albert Wilkinson says... With Russell Wilson setting a contract deadline of 415, do you see this opportunity for the Chiefs to trade for Frank Clark? Um, not really. I think with some of, I think with the pending stuff with Tyreek Hill, with stuff with, uh, Kareem Hunt last year, I'm guessing they're probably not going to go after Frank Clark. Dude can really play, but he's got the kind of baggage that I'm not sure they're looking for at the moment. Um, and, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the Seahawks do, like on a side note, because it doesn't seem like they value him the way other people around the league value him. And I think Wilson's a stud. So I'm terrified that John Gruden is going to be smart enough to call them up and say, hey, we've got three first-rounders. We'll trade you that for Russell Wilson, oh, you know, and your first-rounder. It's like something like that, and I'm afraid Seattle will do it. Um, and that would really concern me in terms of the Raiders because Russell can really, really play. JV asks, now that the AAF is all but done, for us, there." Now that the AAF is all but done for us, are there any guys you'd like the Chiefs to take a chance on in training camp? I have no idea. I didn't watch AFF, AAF that closely. It's a bummer to me that it didn't work out. I really wish the NFL would have helped them make it work out because I think they need a minor league. And to me, it makes no sense that they wouldn't try to help them work out because the AAF wasn't treating itself as a direct competitor the way the XFL is. And if the AAF had succeeded, the XFL probably wouldn't have. And I don't think the XFL will anyway, but this was a way to help guarantee it. And so... Um, Jeff Muir asks, how many defensive line are kept on a typical roster? I'd love an edge in the draft, but wondering how many we can keep. Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. You can keep quite a few, though, especially when you've got a four-man front and you've got guys that are versatile that you can move around. And so I'm not too worried about that. Uh, Josh asks, and we're going to take Josh's, then we're going to go to our second break. Actually, no, we'll do two more. K-Pass, any chance he's still an option as a rotational defensive lineman, specifically passing downs, has reduced snaps, sure make it seem like they have less faith in him. I completely agree. And then the fact that they're going out and getting other guys, it doesn't look like they've got a lot of faith in him because we know they like Speaks. We'll see what happens, but I do not have a lot of faith that we're ever going to see much out of K-Pass, which is a shame because he flashed potential when he played. Drew Edlin says, with the addition of Agba, how concerned are the Chiefs with adding a pass rusher in the first? I don't think very concerned. If they're looking at a pass rusher who will still be available at 29, who will still be available at 29 EC value in? I have absolutely no idea. The problem with picking at 29 is most pass rushers that are actually really good prospects, not most, all that are considered really good prospects are probably going to be gone at 29 because there's such a premium on pass rushers. Everyone you get from there is going to have some red flag. Um, 
Brandon says, what player on either side of the ball not in the first round would make the biggest impact for the Chiefs immediately? One of the tight ends, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, Noah Dotson just says, I love you, in a gif. And you know what, Noah? I love you too, man. That's very kind of you. All right. On that loving note, we're going to take another break, and we're going to come back. We're going to close out strong, and I am going to get going on my vacation. You guys cannot stop me. We want to say thank you for all of your support through this entire season and want to let you know we will be here all off season for you. This and every episode that we'll be bringing to you are going to be available every week, just like normal, all off season long. So thanks for taking the time. All of you new folks, thanks for leaving your iTunes reviews and everything else. We appreciate your time and keep it locked on, Chiefs. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. I'm six or seven minutes away from a vacation. I mean, come on. I'm excited for this. Uh, Josh Neely asks, have you seen the Joker trailer yet? Do you have any hot takes? And just for reference, I think it looks really good. Uh, You know what? Joaquin Phoenix, uh, I think we forget this sometimes because he's kind of an interesting character. That dude can really act. And looking at the trailer, it looks like they are doing something completely different. And I like it. Um, we'll see. I think it might end up being a little bit dark. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what they what they do with it. And again, Joaquin Phoenix is a whale of an actor. And so I think he'll do a really good job with it. Um, Mountain Man asks, in which aspect of Mahomes' abilities do you expect to see the biggest growth? I think it's going to be in terms of handling blitzing and uh, various aspects of, of cover zero blitzes. I think that's one thing that kind of kerfuffled him from time to time, and he's going to have all offseason to take a look at where his options are in those situations. Uh, like anyone else, I thought he did better than most rookies would, but that's one area where he wasn't like completely elite like he was everywhere else. Uh, Brandon, hey, did you already ask one, Brandon? No, that was a different Brandon. Now that we've gotten rid of the big Dorsey contracts, have we now taken the handcuffs off of Veach? Well, we have a new normal to expect from Veach as he has this newfound freedom of cap and draft capital. I have no idea. I really don't. Um, he's been aggressive both years. Um, we've had a big splashy signing both years. Um, I- I'm curious to see what they do. I want to see the rest of this offseason. I would love to see him be super aggressive. I have no idea if we're going to see that. But again, that is what I would love to see. Uh, Wookie says, seeing we have a need corner in tight end two. Whatever happened to Blake Mack and Arion Springs? I thought they showed potential during camp. Man, me too. No one could cover Blake Mack during camp. No one. I'm still upset about this. Seriously. It didn't have to be this way. Um, And so I, I don't know what happened. And I liked Springs too. And so these are guys that I feel like could have made an impact, but they apparently didn't like him that much. So, I mean, maybe we'll see them again. Um, maybe we won't. But I really liked both those guys. Don Beal asks, what corners have you looked at? Hardly any. I've looked at Byron Murphy, and I looked at Greedy Williams. Uh, the thing with Williams, I mean, he's he, he can cover, um, but the man will, does not like contact, and I just don't see Brett Veach going for that. Um, low lip. Stat projection for Mahomes in 2019 yards, touchdowns, picks, assuming Tyreek is available. Um, I think 5,000-plus yards again. Um, I think 45 touchdowns. 
and I would say probably 11 picks, 12 picks, something like that. Uh, Dayton asked something about woodchucks chucking wood. Well, a woodchuck, woodchuck, as much as a woodchuck. Okay, anyway. Chiefs Twitter asked, does Ogba change the Chiefs draft plans at all? That would stun me if it did. Um, I think he's a guy with potential, but his tape is not all that impressive in my opinion. So it would be very surprising to me if there was like a long-term plan built around him the way there would be around a draft pick. Oh my goodness, we're actually going to get through the questions today, guys. This is what happens when you just sprint through things like this. Keith McLean asks, McLean, 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 sure, why not? Hi, Keith. (laughs) Keith's a friend of mine, so I apparently need to learn how to pronounce his last name. Do you see Sammy Watkins playing a larger role in this offense next season, or will he always be a distant third behind Tyreek and Kelsey? Um, I could see it. I could see him taking on a bigger role. Andy Reid's offense is legendarily tough, and Watkins actually had a fairly decent role. He just got injured. I have a feeling had he not gotten injured, I think we would have he would have ended up with over a thousand yards and people wouldn't be questioning his role. Um so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, definitely uh, uh if Hill is in the offense though, I think he's always going to be the guy. I think he's just he's that good. Um and Kelsey is that good as well and we'll see if the you know, if if Reed alters things. He changes his offense up a little bit every year and so this could be the time where he alters things up to accommodate Watkins a little bit more. Landon Hodge says, or asks, do you think the team will follow the trend in edge rushers with more versatile, bigger players, or add someone who can accomplish a different task? Speed rush slash winning quickly. Um, They look like they're comfortable with the types of guys that they're grabbing. I personally would like to see them acquire one speed rusher from the edge, um, but they seem like they definitely have a type. And uh, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I think you want versatility along the edge rather than locking yourself into a certain kind of guy. Robert Williams, AJ Green, can it happen? Um, no, I, I don't think it can, Robert. I, that would be cool, but I absolutely don't think so. Uh, RJ804 asks, can you see Veach making a trade for a veteran safety to pair with Matthew? At this point, no. I think they had an opportunity to get in on the safety market. I would be surprised if they did that. I'm hoping that they grab like Adderley in the draft or someone like that who can play a free safety role. Final one, Chiefs Twitter asks me, and I think we already did one, but you know what? I'll do a final one anyway. Do you pay Jones this year? Or do you wait and see what he does when he doesn't have Ford and Houston around him? I, I would pay him now. His film was fantastic last year. He is He's a great player. Um, he's only gotten better every year. He's only going to get more expensive with time, even though he might not have as many sacks this next season. Even if he only, quote-unquote, has nine or ten sacks, he's still going to break the bank either way. So you might as well just pay him now and get it over with. That is what we say is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I am just, man, guys, I just appreciate so much the way that you guys, um, the way you ask questions and the way that you just participate in all of this. As I always say, this is one of my very favorite things about what I do, if not my very favorite thing to do. So I am, that's it. I'm O-U-T out. I'm on vacation. Don't expect me on Twitter. Don't expect me anywhere else. I'm in Florida, man. Leave me alone. Now watch the Chiefs trade for Patrick Peterson or something like that, because if that happens, yeah, I'll probably write a film review, because I can't help myself. Guys, keep in mind, it is a fantastic week. Nay, a fantastic month. Nay, a fantastic year to be a Chiefs fan. I just love this so much, and I will talk to you guys soon. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Chiefs. Check out my work at RGR Football on YouTube, Chris's work on LockedOnChiefs.com, and all of Seth's film analysis at TheAthletic.com. Thanks for listening. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.